Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to another Life Unlimited podcast with your host, Larry Heller. Today, we're going to be talking about high deductible health insurance plans with Jeff Wiener. Now, he's the CEO of HKM and Associates. Uh, HKM Associates strives to provide excellent service in the areas of life insurance, health insurance, and financial services, both in the personal and professional and even corporate marketplace. So Jeff brings lots and lots of experience over 40 years. So with that, Larry, take it away. Thanks, Matt. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today. The audience is going to learn a lot, especially how to save money by using a high deductible plan. So so before we kind of go into some examples, Jeff, why don't you tell the audience, you know, when and, and why did you get started in this business? So I started 40, March will be 43 years ago. Dumb luck, actually. Prior to uh, all through college, I was going to be an attorney. And then senior year of college, I decided, well, do I really want to go to school for three more years? The answer was, yeah, no. Okay, what am I going to do? And coincidentally, I graduated from SUNY Albany and uh, Adelphi, one of the regional colleges, was up there. And they said, if you'd like to see what it would be like to be an attorney without going to law school, come to our paralegal program. Hmm. So I said, okay, that gives me three months to figure out what I want to do. Uh, went to the paralegal program, and, and one of the categories or specialties was employee benefits and pension. So I did that, graduated from the program, looked around for paralegal jobs, got to actually like a fourth interview with Chase. And I've always been very entrepreneurial. And Chase said, well, we're not going to hire you because you're too entrepreneurial. <laughs> We don't think you're going to stick around for the three-year training program. So I was like, okay, well, I can't argue with that. And looked through the times and came across financial services. And it said, be your own boss, sales help wanted, no experience necessary, will pay to train. I was 22. I said, all right, let me go in, walked in the door and said, do I really want to sell life and health insurance? Okay, let me try this because I need a job. Till something better comes along and March will be 43 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a great story. So, uh, so then tell us a little bit about HKM associates and kind of what you, what you do and who you service and types of clients. Sure. HKM associates is my own firm. As I said, I've been in business 43 years and we do MRIs and CAT scans, but on insurance policies. What does that mean? We, you know, you have a problem whether it's the rates, whether it's the plan, whether it's the carrier, you know, you just don't know what exactly the problem is, but people are not happy. Well, we go in and we meet with clients and our clients are everything from international tech startups, small group, multi-state to hundreds of employees. We're licensed in now 40 states, so we can write business pretty much anywhere in the country. And we do a deep dive analysis of people's benefits and try to find the holes that they don't even know exist. And is there a size and industry of your typical client? Typically, my clients are two to 100 employees. I mean, I have clients that are larger, but we treat our small businesses like a, like a large business. And our service model is much different than a typical broker. 
you know, we sit down with a company, we take a look at their bill and benefits. Then we shop the market to see if there's something better, less expensive. If it's a different carrier that's better, less expensive, we get a list of the doctors and the employees' doctors, and we do doctor searches on all the doctors. This way, nobody has to switch doctors, even if they're switching carriers. Second thing we do is we run employee meetings for all our groups. And when I run the employee meetings, we tell the employees to pull out their cell phones and put my cell phone number on their speed dial. So we're available 24-7, not only to the owners of the company, but every employee of every one of our clients has my cell phone. So we service differently. You know, we take care of adding people on, taking people off, getting them our ID cards like most brokers. But we deal with all the claims and the billing and the service and the grunt work. So the owners like it because the employees don't have to spend business time dealing with their personal issues because we're available 7 a.m. to 12 a.m., seven days a week. The employees like it because who wants to sit on the phone and fight with the insurance company all day. And for the companies that have office managers and HR, they love it because we do all their work. Right. When you say we, you have a team, but you have a team behind yeah, you. So I have actually two teams. So my direct team is three of us, soon to be four of us. And we have over a hundred years of experience. And then I have a back office company called Benefit Mall. They're the largest general agency in the country. So they give me the clout to negotiate best rates for large groups and the ability to service thousands of employees with everybody calling three people. I have a huge team behind me at Benefit Mall that helps me service my clients. Hmm. Great. So we talked about the typical size between two and a hundred. So, uh, so I, I know in New York, it's a little bit different than other states. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the, you know, the two to hundred market in New York versus some of the other states and some of the challenges behind that? Sure. So New York is what's called community rated state, meaning flat rate, single flat rate family, regardless of age. So you can't really do anything with the rates if you have all New York employees. So what, what we thought about is, okay, well, what about going to a higher deductible plan? And when we started doing the, the analysis, and especially over the last few years, because when high deductible plans first came out, it was $5,000 savings, but $10,000 in claims. And it got the reputation of, oh, high deductibles are good for young people who never go to the doctors. Let me back. Let me just back up a second. I don't mean to cut you off there. So, for those that you know what community rated is, so so basically any company that has less than hundred employees, you pay the same rate whether you're twenty one years old or whether you're eighty years old. Correct. Correct. Right. Correct. And and above that would be based upon your history, how well, how much claims you had. So a larger group you could, that would be could be rated depending upon the history. So if you had a younger group, in theory, they may have get lower premiums than an older group. But in New York, it's, you're stuck with one rate no matter no matter what. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So okay. up to a hundred employees, whether you have a bunch of twenty year olds or a bunch of sixty year olds, the rates are the rates are the rates. Whoever you buy it from, the rates are the rates are the rates. Okay. So now you started talking about high deductible plans and this is where it gets a, a little bit, uh, I guess, a little bit tricky to really understand how you can do this and where the value that you comes into place and how you can really save companies companies money. So well, well let's just start from the beginning. What what is a high de what is a high deductible plan? So in our world, the high I mean 
theoretically, anything above a $1,500 deductible is considered a higher deductible plan. But what we looked at is we looked at as, okay, what's the highest deductible we can buy? Because that's going to save the company the most premium. And let's look at the difference in the premiums and say, well, you know, because the biggest problem about health insurance, it's so expensive, but I never use this stupid plan. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the biggest complaint. So, well, then why pay the insurance company a platinum or a gold rate, you know, for a le- very low copay plan if you're not going to use it anyway? And then what's happened is over the last few years, the numbers flipped. So it wasn't a $5,000 savings with a $10,000 in claims. It's a $10,000, claim uh, uh, savings or more with a $5,000 deductible. So it, what ends up happening is companies end up saving tremendous amounts of money, even if they do fund part of the deductible to offset the cost so that employees don't get stuck with paying $10,000 out of their pocket. So let's just walk, let's kind of walk through that. On a high deductible plan, for example, uh, well, let's, let's say a, a goal plan would be cost them what versus doing a high, you know, a high deductible plan. So there's, yeah, so, I guess there's a premium savings to both the employer and possibly the employee if they're paying for some of that. Sure. So a typical gold plan in New York is around $3,000 a month. A typical bronze plan is around $2,000 a month. So the company saves $1,000 per month per family. So the way we set this up so that employees win and companies win. The employees pay the first $500 of claims. They put it on something called a flexible spending account, which is pre-tax. They can roll it over. So if they never go to the doctor other than routine checkups, there's no risk for the employee about losing that money. Okay. And actually in 2024, it's $640. And then the company funds the next $7,000 with something called an HRA, which is basically pay-as-you-go health insurance. So the company will fund that $7,000 when and if the employee has $7,000 worth of claims. Well, most people don't have $7,000 worth of claims because what counts what's is called a contracted rate. So I had a $28,000 surgery last year. I didn't get a bill for $28,000 from the hospital. I got a bill for $3,200. So most people don't hit $7,000. But even if they do, well, the company is saving $12,000, funding seven, which means the absolute worst case scenario, company is saving $5,000 per family and about $2,000 per single. Let me just walk, let's just walk back through the saving 12000 because they're saving $1,000 a month on the premiums. Correct. So therefore, they're saving 12000 out of pocket. So even if they had to pay $7,000, they are still, see, worst case scenario, they're still saving $5,000 $5, per family. Correct. Absolutely. And employees win also because we know companies are going to save 5,000 to 12,000 per family and about a third of that per single. But three things can happen to employees. And the biggest fear is, oh no, my employee can't afford $10,000 deductible, you know, out of their pocket if they got really sick. But what it's exactly the opposite because under a gold level plan, because all plans have what's called a max out of pocket. 
And the max out of pocket under a gold plan is 10,500. The max out of pocket under a bronze plan is 13,500. So it's a $3,000 risk. However, if an employee has a $50,000 claim, under the gold plan, they're going to pay 10,500. Under the bronze, it's 13,500. But the company is giving you seven, which means from an employee point of view, and it sounds kind of crazy and kind of defies conventional wisdom. The sicker an employee gets, the more an employee saves because it would cost an employee $4,000 less out of their pocket with the company still saving $5,000 out of theirs. How, can you explain that to me? Cause I'm, I, I lost you there. How, how they would save pay less if, as they got sicker. Okay. Because most of the claims are being covered by the company. So they have a $13,000 maximum. But if they submit claims of above 10, 12, 50, $100,000, they're going to pay that thirteen five. But the company funds $7,000 on that, on that HRA account. So they get like a Visa MasterCard that has their 500 that they paying plus the company's 7,000 that they're funding. So if they now they get a bill for $13,500 from Northwell Hospital. They're going to not have to pay thirteen five because they're going to have $7,500 on, on their card. So what are they going to end up paying? They're going to end up paying $6,500. With the gold plan, the company's not funding any of the deductibles, any of the co-pays, any of the co-insurance because their p- premium is so high. So the employee is going to pay thir- $10,500. So that's how an employee saves $4,000 out of their pocket, but the company is still saving 5000 out of theirs because of the premium savings of 12 and the funding of seven. So everybody wins with high deductible. Yeah. So it, it seems like it's a win-win-win situation here in this case that you're, you're describing. It is. There is no what if. You know, I've had conversations with clients. They say, well, I have a, a much older population. They have a lot of stuff that's going on. Okay, do the math because it's just the numbers. Because when you look at your health insurance, you gotta you can't look at it and say, well, it's just my premium and, and a platinum plan is better than a bronze plan. No, it's not. A claim is a claim is a claim. The only difference between a platinum plan and a bronze plan is who's paying for that claim. With a platinum plan or a gold plan, you're going to pay a much higher premium. And yes, you'd pay copays. With a bronze plan, you're going to pay a much lower premium. And yes, you pay a deductible. But when you add up a gold plan with the premium plus the claims, the best case scenario under a gold plan is now worse than the worst case scenario under a bronze plan for a family. Yeah. So in this particular scenario, I guess some plans, some companies that don't pay for all the health insurance and numbers may not work the same, but if they're paying for all these that's a big savings when you look at it amongst numerous, numerous families. Yeah. And even if the employees cover half and the company covers half of the premium. Okay. So either you're going to cover more of the deductible because the company's still saving all that premium, or you're going to lower the employee's cost and they're going to pay less premium and you're still going to fund part of the deductible. So the savings is, are there. Mm-hmm. How you divvy up the savings is up to the company and the employee. 
Right. So the the one thing that I just popped on the top of my head that may be a little bit of a distraction, but not for the amount of savings that they could make is the actual accounting for this. Like the employer has to get involved in figuring out bills and, and paying. How does that work? No, it's very simple. We contract with a third party administrator. They charge, you know, a few hundred dollars to set up the document, the HRA, FSA, HSA document. And then they typically charge between three and five dollars a month per employee per month to administer the plan. They get all the cards, they do everything. And then when the claim, when the claims happen, the third party administrator contacts the employer and says, okay, Joe, you had four thousand dollars in claims this month. Please put four thousand dollars into the checkbook. From an employee point of view, they get a Visa MasterCard. They go to a doctor. They do not pay anything at time of service. Mm -hmm. The doctor then submits to, let's say, Oxford. Doctor submits a claim to Oxford for a flu, because obviously all the routine stuff is free, regardless mm -hmm. of which plan. So they go to the doctor because they got a bad cold. He does a chest x-ray. He, he submits $400 worth of bills. The insurance company is going to say, okay, doc, on that $400, you're entitled to $84. The doctor will then turn around and bill the employee $84. If you look at an explanation of benefits under a gold plan, it's going to say contract bill 300, contracted rate 84, your responsibility is zero because you paid your copay. Now you'll get a, a bill that'll say your responsibility $84. Where do you get the $84? from your FSA and the company's HRA once it kicks above $500. And the card is called the smart card. It reads employees 500 first, then company's money second. Hmm. I mean, it, it, that sounds that sounds great. And I'm sure a lot of people aren't aware of this. Can you give us another example of something where, where this, you know, where this works for? Yeah, I've got a perfect example. I have a law firm. We've, we actually had the meeting recently for their renewal. And he said to me, you know what? It was a pain in the neck putting the money in the account and you know things like that. But how much did I really save? And he's got about 20 people and about 10 singles, 10 families. And he knew he was going to save about $70,000 because of that 5,000, 2,000 worst case scenario number. He saved $120,000. Needless to say, once we did the numbers, I said, look, I'm happy to move you back to a traditional plan. I make a lot more money if you go back to a traditional plan because our, our commissions are based on the premium. But let's do the numbers. Once we did the numbers, he's like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Fine. We're renewing as is. Have a good day. Thanks for the, thanks for the phone call. And that's what happens because most businesses have the, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Nobody's complaining about the plan. You know, the rates are the rates and you can't do any better on the rates. But brokers don't take the time to educate. And that's what the high deductible is about. It's all about education. And in four years of promoting high deductible plans, because that's when the numbers started flipping, not one of my clients has gone back to a traditional plan. Now, we've moved them from Aetna to Oxford to Blue Cross to whoever because of rates, but they've always stayed with the high deductible concept. And this works for a single employee rather than a family as well? Yeah, I mean, the spread isn't as big, but it's st there's still little to no risk, even for single people. The bigger bang for the buck is obviously family people. But 
yeah, there's there's a savings no matter who you are, whether you're singles or families, you know, just it expands the savings if you have more families than more singles. Right. So I think I think you mentioned it to, out there, but I guess a lot of other brokers don't want to do this because they make less money by installing these high deductibles. So I guess that's one of the reasons that kind of sets yourself apart from them. Yeah, we lead with high deductibles. I just became broker on a group this morning, and they have a traditional plan, a platinum plan. And he said, you know, my guys are great. He's an investment banker. My guys are great. I want to give them the best of the best. I said, yeah, but do you like throwing out money? And he goes, well, no, of course not. I said, well, he goes, my broker shop, he said, I only got a 4% rate increase. I said, yeah, you only got a 4% rate increase because your rates are so crazy to begin with. The state wouldn't approve more than 4%. He's paying $3,700 for a family and $1,500 for a single. Well, the high deductible plan is $2,000. So he's going to save $22,000 in premium with a $10,000 deductible and no co-pays. I said, you want to be a good guy? Fine. Fund their entire $10,000 deductible if you wanted to. Give them 100% coverage with no co-pays. And you're still going to save ten grand a family. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems great. And I, and I think, obviously, it's also a great thing for employee retention because not every company is going to have this. So it, it's something that the employees must really appreciate. Yeah. The thing is, and employees love it because they're paying... Employees care about three things. What doctors can they go to? What's my cost out of pocket? Those And what's the premium? And when the premium is the same or less, depending on how they split up the savings, the out-of-pocket is less and they can use their same doctors. The employees, after, when I run, most of the time when I run the employee meetings, they're like, why didn't we do this sooner? Yeah. Any final words? This is all great stuff and and, and I'll... A lot of people don't don't know about this and should know about this. Any final words you'd like to mention to the audience today, Jeff? No, just that if you have health insurance and you haven't looked at it and you're not getting the kind of service we offer, feel free to give me a call, 516-316-1255. And it's Jeff Wiener, HKM Associates, or you can email me at jeff at hkmassociates.com. Great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jeff. That was great. My pleasure. And this is exactly why you want to know somebody like Larry, because he brings on these super wicked smart people like Jeff, who can open your eyes to things that you didn't even know existed. Now, this is a perfect podcast for you to share with your friends and family, your business associates, because this is the sort of actionable items that really do help you truly live a life unlimited. So for Larry and Jeff, this is Matt Halloran. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.